When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fourth and 10, Oklahoma for the Cowboy 24, 14 seconds left. 37-33, Oklahoma State. The game is on the line right now. Pair of receivers to each side. One back set. Williams claps his hands, gets the ball. Back to pass, under pressure. Pocket collapses. He is sacked! He is sacked! Back at the 33-yard line. They got him! It was the youngster, the freshman, Colin Oliver, that got him! Where's that Sooner magic now, baby? Where's that Sooner magic now? Where's that Sooner magic now? That is got to that, that is a call from Hunsiker that's going to live on in Oklahoma State lore forever. Oh, how are you doing today, Ian? 48 hours out from a Bedlam W. I mean, I've just been, uh, just been like, oh, I can feel so good. I I cannot believe we are sitting here, forty eight hours after the fact, saying OSU won the game. I will eat crow a lot this episode. Probably, I was not expecting that. I said he hammered the under. It was basically that bet was shattered by the end of the second quarter i think halfway yeah. through the game i mean to be fair almost everyone i heard you know like national sports pundits are like the under is the bet you know bet here so i know i took the over but and actually i almost called those you score i thought i said 38 and it was a 37 yeah you uh you said 14 for ou so there was that i thought third quarter game was over i thought game was over and you kept coming back <laughs> with this we will win. We will win. And I'm like, you shut your mouth. And it somehow, some way, because it's bedlam, somehow worked. And you know what? I know it says they uh, OU scored 33. The defense technically only held them to 24. Yeah, they didn't score an offensive point in the second half. Like, they, whatever adjustment Knowles made, you know, Going from more to more zone from man, and it felt like the defensive line started being a bit more patient with Caleb Williams, and then they started getting a lot more like pressure sacks because they had two sacks in the first quarter and four, or not in the first quarter, in the first half and four in the second half. Man, there were so many moments where it was like Caleb Williams was Houdini, and nine out of ten quarterbacks would fall; they would get sacked. Mm-hmm. not Caleb Williams. And that is just, that's beyond me. I mean, he, he had a pretty good game. I'd say he outdueled Sanders significantly. To an extent. Uh, 20, 20 yeah. of 39, 252 yards. You could say Sanders was better mobily. That's fine. Passing wise. Nah, you got to give it to, uh, to Williams. For sure. Um, yeah, but it's, uh, it's good. To, it's good feeling. I was like, 
somebody uh, robert says something in the slack about like oh yeah the hope rocket ship's gonna be a full speed i'm like no not right now we're just i mean gonna sit and we're gonna bask in the glow of this bedlam victory for just a little bit i mean i'm i'm kind of i don't know if i'm on like a hope rocket ship but i am this is what this was simply the path for osu yeah that needed to happen in order for osu to have a beyond a shadow of a doubt reasonable chance at making the playoff oh, and I, I think it's in grasp oh definitely uh there was a great line from uh pistols firing blog i know we're probably not supposed to mention them on this show but whatever because it was <laughs> it was better than i could actually figure out how to like say it it's the third quarter felt like justin gilbert dropping a game icing interception or two com- two-point conversion attempt missing the mark but this veteran group of Cowboys looked squinky in the eye and gave it the double birds. And it's true. Like Presley muffs that punt. It, everybody's heart sag. They're like, Oh, here it goes. We've seen this movie before. And then somehow, some way, you know, Sanders got that big run on the option and OU muffs the punt and Warren scores the touchdown and it's, it's over. It, well, I mean, Caleb Williams has that giant run late in the fourth quarter. I was like, "Where is anybody to stop him? Or is he just going to run forever, right? And then Oliver gets knocked down. Like, he was on his face and gets up. Well, he doesn't get up. He, like, scooches over on his hands and knees and manages to get the sack to clinch it. That was just ah, the ending of that game. So good. I I could not believe what I was seeing. I just it, whenever the game was over, I'm like, this is this felt like a dream. It honestly felt like a dream because on what earth this game just doesn't make sense ever. And it happened. It just happens. And you're just like, wow, I can't believe that. Defense showed up. Um, what was surprising? I mean, OU controlled the time of possession. Big time. And they were they were very close to winning that game. I mean, OU had 35 minutes of possession. Uh, versus OSU's 24. Mm-hmm. So I just, that's just, wow. And I mean. And Presley, you know, finally broke off of a kickoff return. Finally, like he's been so close so many times, mm-hmm. right? And he, you know, he like he sort of like re- just, you know, he, so he kind of cancels himself out. That safety never should have been a thing. No, we're offside. I felt like they were offside like every other play. Like even watching the highlights and like they were jumping so much and just not getting called. They like I know that I know a lot of OU fans were complaining about that, but man, like you just can't help but look. It's like okay, well he was offside there, he was offside there. Should those have been pass interferences? Yes, of yeah. course. Mm-hmm. But I kind of like the approach that the refs took. And I'm going to just say this. I kind of like just letting them play. I was kind of okay with that. Um, yeah, I was too. I know it It sounds, you know, it's going to sound bad and be taken out of context. Like, oh, they wouldn't have said that if they won. I mean, I probably would have said the same thing. I mean, I uh, when they punted for the final time, when OSU punted for the final time, I was like, okay. Regardless of what happens here, I am okay with whatever outcome happens. And Caleb Williams <laughs> did that run. I was like, all right, 
if this is how it's going to go down, let it be. I forget. Okay. All, off topic of that. Whenever OSU got that punt or recovered the punt that got fumbled, mm-hmm. I literally, like, I couldn't even speak. I, I started speaking like freaking Beaker from the Muppets. That's how I, how excited I was. Like words were not coming out. I was just like, I just, I couldn't, I could not, I couldn't contain myself. I was like, did that just happen? Like, I, I, I couldn't believe it. And I thought the game was over. Uh, I thought the game was over in the third quarter. I think I just, a lot of people yeah. did. So here's, here's your interesting stat. You were talking about like, if you, if you want to go total yards, Caleb Williams had, um, 288 total yards um, rushing and passing. Spencer Sanders um, 307. So, I mean, if you want to go total output besides the picks, besides the picks, um, they he, he Caleb Williams had 20 completions, Spencer 19. Caleb I mean, this, also had uh, 19 more uh attempts or not nine more attempts than nine Sanders. More attempts, yeah. So I mean if you want to say yeah Sanders was definitely more efficient per se. I mean well, I'm just saying in total course. yards, you know, Spencer outdueled him. Um you know a passing yeah. T D and a rushing T D, you know, if it's just those picks just look really bad. Yeah. What'd you think of the Tay Martin uh non catch? And the irony that Des Bryant was right there. <laughs> he he's seen that play once before. <laughs> yeah, man. I thought Tay had a really good game uh, for the most part. Uh, you know, good, nice rushing TD. You know, I thought that was a good play call that they had. Um, you know, good receiving TD on the right side. Just, oh, I felt like he had a really he had a really good game just in general. Yeah, I that that was a really good game from him. I was uh, he had that thirty yarder, and I was like, "Dang, I we because we haven't seen that kind of plays uh, this year for the most part." So mm-hmm. when that happened, I was like, "Dang!" And hey, you were right about Malcolm Rodriguez having a really really good game because I mean, typically he does. I mean, eleven tackles, five solo, two sacks, three uh tackles for loss i mean yeah he had a that's a just a great game but i mean so did game. a lot of guys i mean devin harper 10 total tackles one for loss one sack uh bernard uh nine tackles you know there's a lot of guys and then like i think one reason like it just sticks out is because he made plays when he needed to but colin oliver two tackles two for loss two sacks yeah. Uh, that last sack was the was the big one. And and he's only a freshman. I want to say like that play, like that final sequence of events was eerily similar to the Missouri State game. I don't think Colin Oliver got the final sack, but Missouri State was driving and the defense was able to put a stop, which honestly, it's that's kind of the perfect ending where you go back to that thing that you have been relying on on season, all season, mm-hmm. the defense. And now you go into a game with Baylor where, 
I, I think a New Year's Six Bowl is guaranteed at this point. It's either going to be with a win because I I think Alabama is going to lose. I think Alabama is 100% going to lose. If that does not happen, then there is another 2011-like scenario where Alabama's four, Oklahoma State's five, and it's just a repeat of 2011. That's a scenario I have in my head. Barring Cincinnati losing. Now, there's a chance that Cincinnati could get jumped by Oklahoma State. And I think if that happens, if let, let's say Georgia wins out, OSU wins out, and Cincinnati wins, I think Oklahoma State's going to go up to three. They're going to take on Michigan in the Cotton Bowl if that happens. Yeah, I mean, I, I could very conceivably see it being OU, not OU, Georgia, Michigan, OSU, Cincy in the final four. But we, we still got to take care of business first. Yeah, and we'll, we'll preview Baylor next week, but uh, kind of some big news, two things. And then there's the one really big thing that we'll get to later. But A, uh, it appears that Brock Martin is going to return for the next season. He said in a, in a post, uh, I'll, I'll find that post real quick, but I'll, I'll go ahead and do the second thing. Uh, Jim Knowles named a uh, Broyles finalist, Broyles Award finalist. And this is the tweet from Brock Martin. Hey, BPS, I'll be seeing you again next year. Heart emoji. Nice. So that well, Gundy said eight to, starters are coming back on defense. He did. And that I, I'm trying to think. I think eight, eight starters out of the th- out of the 11 starters. So that doesn't include Colin Oliver. So I if I'm Malcolm Rodriguez, I'm probably going to the draft. Uh, doesn't uh, he have to? I think he's done, done. Like, I don't think he's got any more eligibility left. Well, I thought Brock was a fifth year. Well, yeah, but I, but I, I think Malcolm would have had to go last year, but that free year because of COVID. So you can have six years now because of the COVID year. Uh, okay. There's so, a guy at Tulsa who's got like seven years because he got a medical red shirt too. Yeah. Well, Trace Ford, I mean, I guess he didn't start technically, but he's probably coming back because he wants to, you know, prove himself. Tyler, I don't know about Tyler Lacey. Well, I've been trying to figure out who all has to go because when they were showing like the mm. senior day stuff, there weren't that many people getting, you know, recognized. I only remember seeing like four or five different people. Well, he, Brock was one of them. Brock was one of the seniors. So that's what surprised me is that that he's still he's going to come back. Maybe he wanted his like senior day to be like Ab Boom Pickens, you know, like end Bedlam and not whatever it'll be next year, you know. I mean, maybe that makes sense to me. But here, here are the Broyles Award finalists: uh, Jeff Grimes, offensive coordinator, tight ends coach for Baylor. We play Saturday. Jim Knowles, Dan Lanning uh, from Georgia, who I, I think on, on the list he was on the semifinals list, and now the finalist list. He wasn't on that original list, which I think probably means he got cut off of the list that was released on Twitter, because that's my only explanation. He's on here, Dan uh, Lanning out of Georgia. Josh Gaddis out of the University of Michigan, mm-hmm. offensive coordinator and receivers coach. And Wake Forest's Warren Rugnero, the offensive coordinator of Wake Forest. And I'm going to say this. it's I my, my personal top three out of these three, n- no particular order. Knowles, Lanning, Ruggiero. And I kind of think, I kind of think it's going to go to Lanning. 
Yeah, probably. Uh, I, I think know. Knowles is des- Knowles is very very deserving, and I wonder if they'll factor, you know, the talent that he has versus the talent Georgia has, right. which I'm not saying that OSU isn't talented, but it's Jim not Knowles, the same. like Jim Knowles is, I don't want to say doing more with less, but he's doing this with three stars and Lanning is doing that with five stars. Right. So, so there is, yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about like what he's doing, it's, it's gotta be Knowles. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the Georgia defense is doing insane things, but they also have a lot better tools. Heck, you could probably say the same thing about uh, the Wake Forest guy. Um, he's doing a lot more with less. I mean, they were able to go 10-2 and two this year, go to an ACC championship, which who would have thought at the beginning of the season, we'd be saying the ACC championship is, wait for it, Wake Forest and Pitt. <laughs> no amount of money. No amount of money. You could have paid me. I, I would not believe you at all. And also, Pitt lost to Bowling Green. Or no, Western Michigan. If yeah. they didn't lose to Western Michigan, they would have been a problem. They would have absolutely been a problem because that offense is entertaining. They beat Clemson, which is significant. Wake Forest didn't do that. They would have had one loss, and I don't remember to who, but one other loss besides uh, Western Michigan. But I think OSU should be very thankful that Pitt uh, lost to Western Michigan because if they didn't, they'd be ranked a lot higher and we would all be concerned. They lost to Miami 38-34. That was their other loss. So let's let's go back to the game a little bit. So the OSU OU stats are eerily similar. Yeah. So um, first downs, 21 for each team, seven mm-hmm. rushing, 12 passing, and two on penalties. For both teams. Total net yards, 401 to 350. Uh, Net rushing yards, 189 to 140. Net passing yards, 212 to 210. Uh, So, I mean, in the big stat, six sacks for 40 yards of loss for OU and only one sack for Spencer. Which in that, and that both teams were without their back or their starting centers. Right. I just, want you to, I just want you to think about that for a sec. That O-line has surpassed, so I think, a lot of people's expectations compared to – and they were getting – Sanders was under pressure. It felt like a lot. Yeah, it really a did. Lot, but lot, I, and lot. I think that's a testament to his growth. Yeah, he threw some bad picks. But for the most part, he seemed to be making the right decision. And, you know, he got, you would dump it, Mostly. he would scamper, get a couple yards, you know, he just, he's coming along. He's finally made that, that leap, so to speak. Right. And if you think about his, his progression, he's always gotten hurt somewhere in the season. And this year it was the first game. Right. And then he came back for the rest. And I think just being that consistent and not going in and out of the lineup for a couple of games in the middle of the season. Plus, you know, COVID was weird last year. I think you're starting to see the game slowing down a bit for him. I mean, I don't know if he's ever going to be a, you know, top two, three round draft pick kind of caliber, but 
he's turning into a quarterback neither of us thought he could be. He's improved, and I think that he is capable of being a, a CFL-type quarterback and maybe a backup in the NFL. Caleb Williams, now I know they lost, in his first night game in an away stadium in that hostile environment, he held his own. And I think that's a testament to him, and regardless of if he stays or if he doesn't, I think he's going to be really, really good. Uh, I agree. Uh, and the thing is, he held his own in the first half, but he got beat up in the second half. You know, once Knowles made those adjustments, he kind of shut him down. I mean, going 20 for 39 isn't exactly holding your own, <laughs> you know? He held his own in the first half, and then I yeah. don't know. I don't know what happened after that, dude. Yeah, we talked about this last week, but another big stat, Oklahoma, 12 penalties for 74 yards. And you know what's wild about that? OSU had six, but yet the yards were only off by 14. Yeah. Which is – that's wild. That's wild. And there there could have easily been so many others. On both sides, too. On I mean, both, that could have been uh, a really, yeah. really dirty game if the refs had been yeah. throwing flags like they probably should have. But you know what? Be you know what's funny? If they called flags, people would have called this game a ref show, and now they're mad at the lack of flags. Refs can't win, is what I'm learning. The refs cannot win at all. I mean, you want flags? Ref show. You don't want flags? What? Like we got robbed by the refs. <laughs> That's how it is. So speaking of Spencer, where does this? put him on the list of Gundy quarterbacks. Like he's the only, he's the only what the third one to win Bedlam for Gundy. I mean, that's got to put him pretty high. Think three behind Whedon and Rudolph. Cause those are the other two, right? Right. Yeah. I think you have to put him at three, man. Heck, I, I mean, look, if he wins a playoff game, automatically goes to two in my mind. Automatically goes to two because Rudolph couldn't get it. Gets to Rudolph a playoff get it done. <laughs> If they, if they, well, I mean, this is something Rudolph could never do anyway, right? We we never got this to a baseball title game under under Rudolph. I mean, Rudolph is a better talent, but he didn't. I guess the teams weren't as good. Well, and the defense definitely wasn't as good. Yeah, so well, I don't know how much you credit that to. I again, I think Mason Rudolph's a better quarterback, but if you're talking about his legacy. I, I I don't know. I don't know. I think he's top three, and that's that. And especially this bedlam. This bedlam means yeah. so much. I mean, it's in my lifetime, it's up there as one of the most important wins I have ever seen. And not only that, he he was talking a little bit. He's like, I, I have confidence that we're going to win this game. Mm -hmm. I was like, you don't need to give him bulletin board material. Well, like, that's the thing. Is he like, backed I, it up everyone was talking mess like Tamar was talking mess everything you know and yeah and, <laughs> I, and usually that backfires and that's what I was worried about too is because we were talking and it worked yeah uh, you know, I don't, and, I, yeah something to monitor by the way Gary Bohannon uncertain because of right. a hamstring injury so I mean we will talk about that more on Thursday, 
because we'll probably find out as close as that gets. And then I don't know anything about a Danny, good old Danny G. I don't know if he's going to come back because I mean, this center in the battle of backup centers, whoever was starting for OSU, he held his own Mm -hmm. because that OU backup center, his snaps were low, so low. Yeah, I mean, he he was getting beat a lot. Like we said, there's a lot of times Mm -hmm. that Caleb Williams should have gone down, especially in the first half and didn't. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, we were in their backfield a lot. It's something, oh, man, I wish I'd have grabbed that stab, but it's the the amount of, like, quarterback hurries in the game was the most ever, like, that OU has faced or something like that. I mean, has to seven quarterback hurries. Yeah, I mean that's a that's, wow. That's being back there a lot, and, and, and the fact they converted on six of them. Eventually, we're gonna have to talk basketball. <laughs> I know, but it's better. And it, yeah, yeah. I, 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 we keep putting it off, and I just want to say this: they got a big win against NC State uh, last week, and they've, they've. They had a really close game against Oral Roberts, which this isn't like all Oral Roberts. This is Sweet 16 Oral Roberts. Right. Yeah. They and they won by that. one point. That's an impressive win to me. So uh, I don't know who they're playing this week in conference play starts on New Year's. So I, I just I just want to get the, the basketball talk out of the way almost not because I don't like basketball, but because of the position where OSU was at. You're just like, hey, like this is this is front and center, and and a lot of the talk this week, they got they got Wichita State on uh, Wednesday, five and one versus six and one, something to monitor. December fifth, Xavier Oklahoma State at Oklahoma State at four o'clock, so that that that'll be a party, assuming football wins because they'll probably show up to that game everyone's going to get lit that atmosphere is going to be electric against xavier all hail the blue blob by the way uh their mascot at xavier electric but yeah two big games for osu this week and we'll probably talk about that wichita state game but you want to laugh at ou for a sec uh before we get to ou Let's, I mean, our regular season is done. So I think we yes. should reflect on the season that was just a little bit because it's. I want to, I want to reflect when the bowl game's over, to be honest. Oh, I mean, we can do that then too. <laughs> but if nothing else, you know, even I was more optimistic than a lot of people were a lot of the national people and i was like this team's gonna go nine and three lose ou iowa state and somebody we shouldn't well we only lost to one of those and we didn't lose anything else and now we're sitting here one loss ranked fifth in the ap big 12 title game in front of us against a very good baylor team that honestly scares the bejesus out of me uh well, here we are with a real shot at winning the Big 12. And you know what? They win the Big 12 and they get screwed by the CFP. Oh, well, it will suck. I'll be upset. But you had told me at the beginning of the season, 
that we would be one win away from winning the Big 12 title, I would have laughed at you <laughs> straight up. No, I mean, I said nine and three Alamo Bowl, uh, a lot like you. And I thought I was being generous. Here we are now. And the, and the other happy thing is, I was wrong. <laughs> the other thing is how the season started, right? Mm-hmm. It looked so bad, like Missouri State and Tulsa and Boise. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on there. Our offensive line was hurt. Boise, that one scholarship wide receiver, you know, but still. And then somehow, some way, this team just kept coming. And yeah, we were two wide right field goals of beating Iowa State. And, you know, Presley should have had that first down, but still that, that this team could have easily, it would have been really easy to be like, oh, well, we lost, da, da, da. but no, they came back and they just started crushing people, like unbelievably crushing people. And, you know, the, the job that the three coaches, the OC, the DC and the head coach have done this year are crazy. And I know that we both were really iffy about done coming in like first three or four or five games of the season. You know what? The offenses look pretty decent. It's starting to tempo again, not like, you know, 2009 tempo, but still it's a lot more tempo than we've seen the last couple of years. I think he's finally figured out what Spencer can do and what his team can do and how he can best maximize it. Because all in all, I felt the game plan Saturday was really good. I think so, too. I mean, the way that the tempo started and it just – I don't want to say Gundy seemed aggressive, but he has found a way. Here's He has found a way to capitalize on his conservatism coming from play calls. I, I, I don't know how. I don't know why, but it, it's working. And but you want to know – I have one problem. What's that? Uh, Jalen Warren has not looked – like the Jalen Warren we saw against Boise State in early into the season. 17 carries, 56 yards. Part of me wonders if he's dinged up. That's what I would assume because it is he is he's looked okay and he he got the go-ahead touchdown, but he and I think if Dominic didn't get if he wasn't the if he didn't fumble and get the safety. I think we probably would have seen more of him in the second half. But, um, I mean, Sanders kind of took the load there. But I mean, he's had, I mean, he's had 200, 237 attempts this season. Yeah. That's a lot. That, and that's, I mean, that's the other thing is, you know, maybe the workload is what they need. And, you know, he's maybe, I mean, you know, everybody else is keying in on him, right? Since he was the bell cow for, so long this season osu does a terrible job when it comes to managing running backs we saw it with uh chuba last year where he's like he's struggling to get you know 100 like we're like they're used to you gotta try to spread the wealth when it comes to the running backs and we were talking about the running back room being electric well ld brown and des jackson have not they're almost non-existent. And I don't know if that's injuries or just, I don't know, but now you're relying on two guys, Ward and Richardson right now. Yeah. And a lot of, and 80% of the carries have been going to Warren. So I don't know if you even that out. I don't know what you do there. 
I mean, one thing, because I'm just like perusing over this, he's getting a lot, Warren's getting a lot more um, passes out of the backfield. I mean, this is the second most receptions he's had for the second most amount of yards. So, I mean, yeah, he only had 56 on the ground, but he had another 27 through the air. So that's yeah. what 83 yards total. And that's not bad production. I think it's eight. No. Yeah, you're right. 83. Looking at a different thing. But another thing, the running defense, Kennedy Brooks, 22 carries, 139 yards. And we, you, I think you mentioned earlier in the year that you thought, I don't know, did you say that Warren was the best back in the Big 12? Uh, at one point, no? yeah, but he's definitely fallen off. Well, yeah, I, I think it, it's Brees Hall number one, Kennedy Brooks number two. And yeah, he, he had a really good said, game. You said your mess about uh, Brees Hall, and I have I've kind of held that against you. But man, you got to acknowledge that Brees, you know, Brees Hall is real deal, legit. Yeah, I mean, he'll, he's, and he's I think he's going to be a really good NFL running back. It, yeah, I think so too. But yeah, I just I'm still just sort of basking in the warmth of the Bedlam win. You know, the Hope, I, Hope Rocket Ship is just. Yeah. Looking at the stars and going, ah, yes, victory. I'm all- sitting on my <laughs> this close, and I still feel like somehow, like something's going to happen. I mean, of all the games I'm we've such had, a <laughs> of all the games we've had, I think this Baylor one might be the one I'm scared about the most for a couple of reasons. You know, uh, but I. No, I, I'm more confident in this game than I was OU, than I was about Texas. I mean, I feel pretty confident that they can go in and uh, beat that Baylor team again, I mean, especially I, with a backup quarterback. Well, that will change things a lot, right? If they're, they're, if they're on their backup quarterback, I'll feel a lot better. Just they're playing really, really good football right now. They, I mean, they, they're, are, they are ranked where they are ranked for a reason. They are playing decent football right now. They almost lost to Tech with the backup quarterback. Uh, again, they they were they were the team that lost to TCU. They were the team that beat OU by uh, by more points. So there's multiple ways you can look at it, but I think I think they're the same team, they're the same team that we that we saw in October, and that's that. Yeah, but there's just a lot more film. You know, that's something we've talked yeah. about all season is. And Aranda and his group is good, you know, unless unless we get some kind of weird thing like oh, LSU has offered him like $18 million a year or whatever. That's the, I mean, that's the guy they should hire 100%. I thought, I thought I read something this weekend that he had agreed to an extension with Baylor, but I haven't seen any details. He, he I think it was on the table. I don't know if he agreed to it. And LSU still needs a coach. You know who doesn't need a coach? USC. USC. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That ain't bonkers. Like, just everything. Like, Bedlam and how awesome that was. And, like, waking up the next morning, Riley to USC, like, was on the plane before the sun came up. Like, peace out, hombres. Taking his entire, like, half his coaching staff with him. We've already had like seven, four, and five star decommits. It's Rattler's gone. Like he's not just leaving the cupboard bare. He's raiding it. He is. He's taking it. 
I don't know if he's taking Beanbo, but he does. Also, breaking news, LSU is expected to hire Brian Kelly. No. An announcement could come as early as tomorrow per Thamel. Pete Thamel was the guy. I think he was was one of the main guys that kind of said, hey, Riley's going to USC. Uh, Let's talk about that for a minute. I've never seen Brian Kelly as a USC guy or an LSU guy at all. Why would you want to go there? They're insane. And he's got a sweet, cushy gig at Notre Dame. Unless they are going to throw that $250 million check at him, like you joked about in his press conference. Yeah, I don't. I I do not understand that. Because that, that that is not a lateral move. That's just a weird move to me. They must be throwing. This, this has got to be a Lincoln Riley or better type deal. Yep. yep. All right. Before we get to the coaching carousel, let's get to some of the games. So Michigan beats down Ohio State, which is great because screw was not expecting that at all. I thought. I thought it was going to be a same old, same old uh, Ohio State beats Michigan by a butt ton of points, and there you are. But that that was not the case. It just that, man, like then, man, I was I was watching the Iron Bowl intently, and I was like, oh come on, Auburn, make this easy, kill Bama, get them out of the CFP now. <laughs> but he just couldn't do it. Like the wide receiver stepped out instead of going out of bounds. And so they were able to save about 40 seconds. So that ended up being the, the game changer. Yeah. I mean, whenever the game went into overtime, I was like, okay, I'll be on that. That's yeah. how I felt. Uh, generally, generally the better team wins in overtime. That's just how it, that's how it goes. Oh, well, they got, well, they got to take on, uh, got to take on, uh, got to take on Georgia. Yep. So. Get her done. Get her done. Georgia. So you, I don't know. Do you want to go to get into coaching or a CFP? I think the CF, CFP is simple. Alabama loses. OSU is probably not in. Well, I'm in for tomorrow. Like, for what do you think the rankings oh, are going to be? Well, I think it'd be stupid for Notre Dame to be ahead of um, of Oklahoma State. I think I'd put Oklahoma State at five. I personally put them in four, just because I <laughs> I put Alabama at five because. Alabama wins, they jump, whatever, right? Um, Michigan, I think Michigan's going to be a two. And that uh, that AM loss is looking way worse. Oh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. That Alabama, oh, well, you got eight four Texas AM by three points. And then, not only that, Oklahoma State has a seven and uh, loss to seven and five Iowa State by three points on the road. It's I it's an identical loss. It's the same loss, virtually. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they look bad against Auburn. Like they look, they they were good when it mattered, but they did not look good that entire game. They look bad against Arkansas. Mm-hmm. They look bad against LSU. They look bad against Auburn. They are surviving. They're not winning. They're surviving, and that's going to come to a head with Georgia. And Georgia is going to smoke them by 10 to how, 10 plus points. I'll go with that. 10 plus points. Nice. And I'm yeah. probably be wrong because Alabama's going to do some weird voodoo crap. Tied voodoo. Some weird voodoo crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So man, if you had told me 
Saturday night, Riley would not be the head coach at OU today. <laughs> I would have laughed at you. Oh, no, for sure. And I, I never thought he would. He, I thought there was a good chance he would leave, right? People were throwing way too much money at him. But man, to do it in the middle of the night, essentially, and not even stick around for the bowl game, just like peace out. And that's, that's, that's low. I mean, <laughs> the, I think the fact of the matter is he didn't lie. He did he not didn't. lie. He <laughs> said, I'm not going to be the coach at LSU. And guess what? He's not the coach at LSU. And I think this is, this is either going to work really well for Lincoln Riley or be an unmitigated disaster. This is going to be, A, he's got to play in probably the weakest conference in the, uh, the the Power Five, where all you're really worried about is Oregon and the occasional Utah and the occasional Washington. I like who Washington just got. They got Fresno State's head coach. He's a good coach. He's a very good coach. I feel bad for Fresno State. This is like their fourth coach who's left in seven years or something like that. Like they managed to find these really talented coaches and just can't keep them. Oh, man, they, I mean, they, I don't know, man, I don't know what, like Fresno, Fresno State, they got Derek Carr. They have Devontae Adams. Like they, they, they are two, two of those guys and they're just, they just produce, produce talent and they produce win. Yeah. Fresno State's probably going to be fine. But, I think USC is in a really good spot with the way that uh, Lincoln Riley, and I said this on Twitter, Lincoln Riley has left OU like 3 p.m. on Black Friday, empty and a mess. I know Bob Stoops said that, you know, they're in a better place. Now it's, it's still a mess. It's well, still a mess. Considering how many of their major recruits just bounced all from because California. All from California, you know. And actually, I've got, I've got a, I got a theory about how this went down. Uh, yeah. I posted on my Twitter, but first, so here's your decommits: five-star QB, five-star wide receiver, four-star running back, four-star defensive lineman, four-star uh, linebacker, four-star offensive lineman. Those are all who have decommitted today. And yesterday, and Spencer Rattler's gone. Uh, so here's my theory that it's either started before the season or no later than in week three, USC and Riley started talking because it's been so quiet out of USC, right? And we've all kind of wondered, like, what's going on with OU? They don't seem as sharp as they normally do, you know? And maybe that's one reason why Rattler, you know, regressed because he wasn't getting enough attention because his coach was, you know, distracted. And even if you're at the, at the highest level of college football, if you're not committed completely to it, you're going to fail. And I think that's what we're seeing is so there was a distracted uh, Lincoln Riley. And then he started talking to his coaches, be like, hey, because there's no way those coaches didn't know. They're not going to just up in the middle of the night be like, be convinced Saturday night after Bedlam, hey, let's all go to California together. This has got to be something that's been brewing for months. I don't know about months. Uh, I think USC said maybe like a month long, or 
I guess I don't, it is. That's not months, maybe a month or three weeks. That, that's, I don't buy it. Don't buy it. That's when I think you started thinking interest. I mean, that's fine if you don't buy it. I, I, I think because do you remember? I guess this would go with your theory. Do you remember when it, I don't know when exactly they fired him, but whenever the, the USC stuff just stopped? Yeah, it's week two. They fired their coach. They fired their coach, but there was all sorts of rumors swirling around, and then everything just stopped. Right. I think that's – then I think I'm with you there because that could easily be the – oh, they figured it out. Right. And so, and that's the thing is, like, a hope high-profile job with that little chatter – I mean, like, I wasn't paying too much attention to it, but like, every time I think about it, like, people were like, I'd remember, oh, yeah, USC doesn't have a coach right now. They're like, why well, have there should be more rumors, more swirl about this? And there just wasn't. So, no, oh, that, that's my, that's my story. That's my theory. Uh, man, but, but if, if Kelly going to LSU is true, that means Notre Dame is open. There's still massive yeah. jobs that are open. Oh, you's open. It's, yeah, it's, it's Notre Dame is open. Yeah. That's, and what does that tell you about Notre Dame and OU? If they are they stepping stone programs now? What is that? You never see that. Well, I mean, if, if it's true, Riley really did not want to go to the SEC. Who's to blame him? Right. That well, environment there is toxic when it comes to coaches. Yeah. You better like you better have consistently good or you are in deep trouble. Like, saw that with that oars wrong. You I can't mean, have... there was a there was you know some scandal going on behind the scenes yeah, yeah. too, but it wasn't just that. But yeah, generally you win a natty, you can you know sleep with a co-ed and you'll be okay. Yeah, hold on. I think <laughs> that'd be funny if uh, Ed Orgeron went to Notre Dame. Oh shoot! Like that means, please. I think he said after the game, his game, but he is going to, uh, he's going to, he's going to Destin, his girlfriend. Hey man, I just got paid however many millions of dollars to not coach. Yeah. Why not? Got nothing else to do except for be rich. You know what I'm kind of thinking? What? Urban Meyer, Notre Dame. <laughs> oh, Somebody man. tweeted this. This is uh, this is Jake Hawley Media said Urban Meyer would definitely pull a Bobby Petrino for the right job. This, this is the right job, I think, for Urban Meyer. I think he would like the grind of Notre Dame, and I think he could make he could bring he could maybe get a playoff win out of there, just grinding in South Bend. Let's. I'm looking at it because I'm curious. Yeah, it's. I mean, he's still like got a lot of stuff in Columbus, and it's not that far to Columbus. So maybe being that close would be good for him. He deleted the tweet. Dang it, <laughs> man! Darn imagine? it! I hope he retweets it or puts it back. Oh, there's some people saying Matt Rule come back to Notre Dame. No. I think he'd go to like. I see him as an Eastern Pennsylvania guy. I could see him going to, I don't know. The thing is, he's making a metric ton of cash at Carolina. So he would just have to either hate um, working in the pros or uh, I, don't, I don't see him leaving. Yeah. I, that uh, is the rumor. 
Well, I mean, considering how bad it is, uh, which we, with all the crazy stuff this year, we've seen Brian Kelly go, we've seen Lincoln Riley go. I wouldn't be surprised by anything at this point. That's college football for you. That is. So here's the question Is do you think they will start putting rules for transfers if your coach leaves to keep from poaching the, his own players? I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I, I don't know. Because I feel like that would already be in place. Because I think there's like, there was like an honor system. Yeah, but if, if in the next couple of days we see Caleb Williams and his transfer portal and tends to go to USC, that's going to like, oh, that'll be bad. Yeah. But, I mean, that's- if the coaches can go, why can't the players? Like, I mean, but it just maybe, – maybe the NCAA doesn't have the power to do that anymore because they are kind of weakening right now. Mm-hmm. So, but old NCAA, I could see putting that into place. I, I think so. If they have any, just staying. I I I, I have nothing. <laughs> I have no. I, I I don't know anymore, man. Because this is going to be. This is still insane. Yeah, and like I've said multiple times, if Gundy wanted to double his salary, he could. I don't see him going. I think he's a lifer. I think he's very much a. You know what? I've got more money than I'll ever know what to do with. But if he wanted to, if he wanted to make eight, 10 million a year, all you all would have to do is say, Hey, I'm available. That's it. Yeah. Could you see, um, could you see, uh, Matt Campbell going to Notre Dame? I mean, just, someone's going to throw, I'm, I'm surprised that no one has thrown just giant gobs of cash at him yet. But if Notre Dame all of a sudden needs a coach, they'll, they'll throw it at him. I mean, I could see OU throwing a bajillion dollars at him. Um, you know, it just really depends because Iowa State just doesn't have the resources to match it. I think so too, but I think the uh, facade of him has kind of faded after this year. I, th- I think he may have uh, may have stayed too long. Yeah, one season too long. Yep. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. There are so many openings, so I. <laughs> Who knows, man? Who knows? Oh, man. A Bedlam win. Going to the Big 12 title game, which I will most likely be at. Uh, I was going to be in Dallas anyway. Um, and I may just pay the, the money just to get in and sit in the 400 section of Jerry World and pull pick binoculars or something so I can actually see the players. I mean, I could have easily gone to the game last week, but they've been playing so much better when I'm not there. That I'm just See, gonna, I've I'm thought just about that. I'm like, do I want to jinx it? Like, would it be me showing up be a jinx? You've done. I think you've done enough jinxing uh, hey. this season that it's probably fine. enough jinxing. What I've been saying, except almost for Iowa jinxing. State, has been right. You've almost jinx them. No, the, the, so it's not. It's not a jinx. Yeah, it's like been, a. It's like a. They've almost been jinxes. They weren't, so that means well, they're not you jinxed. Iowa State, you jinxed Iowa State. Right, I'll take Iowa State. I'll take Iowa State. You said thirty-eight to fourteen <laughs> for Bedlam. I can't believe that. Still, <laughs> and we won. Hey, we scored thirty-seven, so I was at least close on that one. Yeah, I ex- honestly, I expected the, I expected the defensive uh, changes to come faster than they did. But once they happened, they did what they did done all year. 
is they clamp down. And we've, we've talked about it, how like the first couple of drives of each game always feels a little iffy. And then they just clamp down. So that's kind of what I was expecting and just took a, a half to do it instead of a, a quarter. Yep. I, man, what a week. What a, what week. a week already. And we still got one more week until bowl games. And, yo, I, you know what's fun? You know what I really like? What's that? I really like, I like the bowl announcements. I love whenever Brett McMurphy sends out the tweet that somebody has accepted a trip, uh, accepted a bid to whatever bowl. I think it's awesome. I love it. So, I mean, like, the bah- we had the Bahamas Bowl announcement on Sunday, I think, the Toledo versus Middle Tennessee. Uh, Memphis is going to the Hawaii Bowl. And then you think East Carolina announced, like, randomly on Saturday, like, hey, we're going to go to the military bowl. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Man, I miss being, like, in college during bowl season because I was on break from school. I didn't wasn't working, you know, and I would just, like, watch random ball games all day. It was the best thing ever. It's great, dude. It's so great. Dude, I still want to find – I feel like I, I hype bowl season up so much and I watch like six bowls. <laughs> well, hopefully we're is. watching the, uh, was it the cotton bowl, right? It was most likely would be our most likely destination. If so we I, I think, I think the two bowl games that'll happen. This is OSU. I think it'll either be the, uh, it's gotta be one of the three cotton bowl, orange bowl. Yes. I'll take any of them. If we lose, it's, I think, a guaranteed Fiesta Bowl because Baylor will go to the Sugar. Um, if OSU wins wins and misses out, they would go to the Sugar. So I guess four bowls are in play, but I don't think they're going to – if if Oklahoma State wins, I don't think they miss out of the playoff unless something – unless Alabama wins, and I don't see that happening. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But crazier things have happened. Have. And it would just be like Bama to win and screw everybody out of the playoff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It would just be like Bama to do that. Feels like 2011. That that yeah. That's what it would feel like. It'd be like, again. I would be so, so pissed. So hey. upset if that happened. <laughs> hey, does this mean that Lou Holtz is going to be the interim coach for Notre Dame's bowl game? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I hope so. That'd be funny to hear him. I need more Lou Holtz meme material. So this would be this would be great. All right. Now, you got anything else for us? Nah. Oh, I do not. It was a bit of a me- meandering show, but I don't know. For me, it's just basking in the glory of a bedlam win. So, till next time, Cowboys and Cowgirls, we'll see you.